Well, how about that Michigan ground game? I, I 30 straight runs, unbelievable, or 20, uh, 20 runs in the second half, never even passing the ball at 20 straight runs. They threw the ball once. There was a penalty on that play. So basically, no passing in the second half, no Jim Harbaugh, and they win at Penn State. This is post-game live reaction right here. It is live, locked on Big Ten. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Lockdown Big Ten. I am Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day during the week. And here we are live on a Saturday. Glad you could join us for this. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics to treat 50 or more infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. So no Jim Harbaugh for the game at Michigan State today, or at uh, Penn State today. However, Michigan ends up winning 24 to 15. It was a hard fought physical football game. We will do a deep dive into that, what this means for Penn State moving forward, what this means for Michigan moving forward. Without Jim Harbaugh, we'll also take a look at the rest of the Big Ten as well. Your comments are available here. I'll get to some of those live here on uh, Lockdown Big Ten on YouTube. And also, we'll before we're done, take a quick first peek ahead to next week. So be sure to subscribe down below and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. We're out every day, Monday through Friday, and then some plus the live ones on the weekend. So the day started really interesting for Michigan. Of course, the Big Ten suspended Michigan football coach Jim Harbaugh yesterday for the rest of the regular season as punishment for the on-site scouting Spygate sign-stealing scandal, right? It's a mouthful. A lot going on. The school failed to get an immediate ruling today for a temporary restraining order that was filed last night. A hearing for a temporary restraining order is reported on the docket for 9 a.m. on Friday, right ahead of the Maryland game. That's the next game for the Wolverines here. And, of course, the Ohio State game is the following week. So that hearing will be in Washtenaw County Circuit Court. That's Ann Arbor, basically. Uh, Michigan released a statement. Part of it said, looking forward to presenting our case next week, where we intend to demonstrate that the Big Ten has not acted illegally uh, and has not been treated fairly in this matter. Uh, Offensive coordinator Sharon Moore, he's the acting head coach now, while ever uh, Harbaugh is out, and uh, he won today. He's 2-0. He's been the interim head coach. Remember, Harbaugh has now been suspended a total of four games so far this year. Michigan wins 24 to 15. And it was it was interesting in the beginning. Look, I Penn State came ready to play. They did. I won't blame them for that. The crowd was amped up. Everything was great. In fact, I think it gave Michigan some problems at the beginning. There was the false start, run stuffed at the line of scrimmage. There was a sack, and Michigan ended up punting away. The crowd was really into it at the beginning. But but then Penn State, they go three and out right away. They, their run is stuffed by the defensive line of Michigan couple of incomplete passes, and they punt. So both sides are feeling each other out a little bit. Michigan, second possession. They go on a three and out again, and but there's almost uh, – they fumbled the ball. Uh, Corum fumbled it, but they, they were able to keep it. It was an incomplete pass. 
Chomp Robinson's putting pressure on J.J. McCarthy. They end up punting the ball. And then it was Penn State's second possession of the game that they started moving the ball and uh, looked pretty decent, actually. And there was the play where Drew Aller busted out and uh, ran down to the 13-yard line. They had five first downs on that drive. I, I thought it was arguably thinking about here as we're talking live afterward. I think it was the best drive of the game for Penn State, to be honest with you. And interestingly enough, it was the first time the Michigan defense had seen a snap inside the 10-yard line all year. Nobody had been like first and goal on them before like that. Penn State goes into that T formation, a couple variations on that, and uh, got to a first and goal. And, and Michigan ends up holding firm with that line of scrimmage, that front seven. And so Alex Felkings has to come on. He kicks a short 20-yard field goal, and Penn State gets on the board first 3 nothing. That was like with two minutes to go in the first quarter. So where I told you if you uh, caught any of our podcasts throughout the week, I, I think I predicted uh, on the record here, Michigan 28-14 was uh, 24-15. And I said it would be a lot of long drives, a lot of running game, and that meant fewer possessions. And uh, that's exactly what happened in this football game. Um, so then Michigan takes over, and they're still struggling a little bit, but they made a couple of changes now by their third drive of the game. J.J. McCarthy starts rolling out more, likes to roll out and throw. And then they put seven – they had seven offensive linemen in their formation on the field now, and we're just that, – that's where things changed for Michigan. They got a little more beef on the line of scrimmage. Uh, Samaj Morgan had that 19-yard uh, pass catch and, and run. There was a play where Penn State had 12 men on the field, got caught in a bad substitution – and then Blake Corum scores on a three-yard touchdown, so they put together a nine-play, 75-yard drive. Michigan football doing what Michigan does. And with 11.56 to go in the second quarter, they get the touchdown. Now they're in the lead, 7-3. to three. Um, Back the other way, uh, Katron Allen for Penn State. Got nine yards on first down on that next possession, and they still punted. Nine yards on first down, and they can't get the first down. They end up, uh, they end up punting the ball. J.J. McCarthy's now starting to get into a rhythm here a little bit in the second quarter. Still rolling out some more, getting some completions. Then Blake Corn bounced out uh, for that uh, 44-yard run down the left side to the 21. And um, the, Michigan still had to burn a timeout there because the noise affected them. That was It was still a factor in the game. And then coming out of that timeout, third and 11, Donovan Edwards, boom, 22 yards for a touchdown. That was the first. I don't want to say backbreaker because that was early on in the game, but Michigan's up 14, three at that point with six minutes to go and a half another, you know, six place, 78 yard drive, but uh, Penn state, they're not, uh, they're not down. They come back. Katron Allen has that 34 yard run to the Michigan 41, but that, uh, that draw drive stalls. They got a fourth and six at the 37 and then uh, Drew Aller to Caden Saunders for first down at the 24-yard line. Okay, good play by Penn State, bouncing back in this thing. They end up with a fourth and one from the 15. They do that uh, pitch and pass thing, Catron Allen, back to Drew Aller. They get the first down down to the 11-yard line, so a little trickery, if you will, on an otherwise smash-mouth football game. And then Drew Aller runs in for an 11-yard touchdown. They go for two to try to cut it to three there. They don't get it, but they still have to be feeling good about themselves. It's 14-9, a few seconds left before the half. That's how we go into the half. And a nice drive, 10 plays, 75 yards. Again, Penn State, two really good drives in the first half. 
they, I thought they had to be feeling pretty good about themselves going into the locker room. It's only it's a 14-9 game at that point. By the way, both teams rushed for over 100 yards in the first half. They, these defenses don't give up stuff like that. So both sides, it, it was a grounded pound game. And uh, the first half kind of set the tone for the second half. Penn State comes out in the second half, their first drive. Third and long right away. Aller runs for the first down. But then the next time he runs, he fumbles the ball and Michigan recovers it. So a rare turnover for Penn State and Michigan gets it. And then um, at that point, uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of running. A lot of running. Some of it stopped. Some of it breaks free. There was the fourth and one on that first drive of the second half that McCarthy rolled out to the right to pass, ended up running for the first down, down to the 20-yard line. He ran for another first down on that drive, got to a first and goal. Uh, Michigan got away with a hold on that play, though. Remember that? They made a big point about it on the broadcast. So it's third and goal from the 10. Donovan Edwards, he uh, he's down to the five. And uh, Michigan has to settle for a field goal at this point, a 22-yard field goal. So, again, Penn State kind of hold. They bend. They don't break. It's 17-9 Michigan. Three and a half minutes to go in the third. Uh, it was a 13-play, only four. 45 yards on that drive for Michigan, 13 plays, but only 45 yards, 12 straight runs on that drive. It was 12 runs and a kick. That was the drive. And by the way, it was the first time that Penn State had given up any points in the third quarter all year. Both Michigan and Penn State come into this game today, having never given up any points, zero points in the third quarter all season long. So that was the first time anybody gave up anything in the third. Penn State takes over. Uh, big third and three, uh, they get a pass. Then there's a third and eight. They get six. It's fourth and two, right? Fourth and two on their own 45. Looks like they're going for it. They're in a bad formation. Play clock's running down. They got to call a timeout. And then they come out and punt the football, which I think was the right move. They got Michigan down to the two-and-a-half-yard line with that. So they flipped the field there. Good call by James Franklin. But I'm curious, maybe you too, if they don't kind of mess up their formation and have the play clock run down, are they are they running a play there, or were they just trying to uh, were they trying to draw Michigan off? I'm not sure. It looked like they were going for it. Called the timeout, thought about it again, and decided to kick the ball, get Michigan down to their own two. So we go to the fourth yard line or the fourth quarter. Michigan can't do anything with this drive. They end up punting. Got a lot of punts going on here at this point now. Uh, Daquan Hardy uh, returns to the 50, but Penn State holds. So that knocks him. I think I think Michigan got away with a late hit on that play too, by the way. So Penn State starts to drive at their own 29. They do that flea flicker. Back to Drew Aller, and then he throws uh, to nobody. Throws to nobody, and they call him for intentional grounding. And what a bad play for Penn State at that particular point. So now it's third and 13 on their own 25. They try a long pass downfield, which you know is Penn State's weakness. They they just they don't and or they can't throw long. Just a, a not even close, incomplete pass on the left side. The booze started coming out. And this is something I talked about again on this podcast last week. If you want to go back when I previewed this game, I I I predict this very scenario, a kind of a grinded out game. Michigan starts getting out. Penn State doesn't throw the ball or doesn't throw the ball well, and I predicted the Boo Birds would be coming out. I mean, that crowd was so intense. It was a factor in the first half of the football game, but you can sense as the game went on, the frustration, and 
Michigan took the crowd out of the game at Beaver Stadium. I have to think about that for a moment. That never, never happens. And the Boo Bird's coming out. So Michigan takes over on their own 31. And again, they just keep 20 straight runs at this point. Um, just and, and in fact, there was one point left when they take over there. By the time they had run the ball 20 straight times, they had 174 yards on the ground at that point. Penn State had given up 174 yards in the last four games combined. That's how good their rush defense is. But today, Michigan was able to run the ball. Interestingly enough, at this point, J.J. McCarthy throws a ball. He threw a ball. Breaking news. Uh, it was incomplete, but there was a penalty on the flag, so it doesn't count. So at one point, Michigan had run the ball 30 straight plays. They did not throw a pass in the second half. wonder what Jim Harbaugh was thinking watching that on TV, right? I mean, somebody else, you know, Sharon Moore comes in. He's calling the plays. Would they have done that if Harbaugh was on the sideline? I mean, they probably would have been close. Uh, I don't know if there would have been, you know, 20 or 30 straight runs, but, um, you know, different guy in charge, different play call. Just take what's there and go home with the dub. That's exactly what happened here. So um, a lot of interesting stuff going on back and forth here. Both teams stuffing each other. We got a lot of punts, a lot of three and outs. And there was the Penn State fourth and six on their own 30 with 425 to go. And they have two timeouts in their pocket. And they go for it. Very surprised right there. Very surprised. And, of course, it's an incomplete pass to nowhere. And um, one thing I think I noticed with Drew Aller, I know he doesn't seem to have a lot of – in this game, didn't seem to have a lot of confidence passing the ball. He uh, He's just kind of guiding it, pushing it a little bit. Um, so, anyway, that, I, that, that was my observation watching him there. Um, and then right there, Michigan gets the ball back. 30-yard line, Blake Corum, boom, touchdown. Game fell over at that point, 4.15 to go, 24 to 9, even though Drew Aller and Theo Johnson hook up for a touchdown later. They go for two, they don't get it, so they're still down by nine, still down by two scores. They don't get the onside kick, and Michigan wins. So um, I, I, the game kind of went the way I thought it would. It was a big question mark going in for Penn State. They needed to get one of the two against Ohio State and Michigan. They don't get it. And two years in a row, they lose to Michigan and Ohio State. And, you know, depending on what happens the rest of the season, those will be the only two losses for Penn State again. I, uh, Nittany Lion fans just got to be beside themselves. It's too bad. This is a really, really good football team. They're just in a division with two of the best teams in the country. Anyway, I see uh, we got like 70 comments here. I'm going to try and get to some here in just a moment. Uh, always welcome your comments live on YouTube. And uh, also on Twitter, we're there at Talk Big Ten. Always love to hear from you there. That's the number 10. Feel free to uh, join me there at any time. And uh, also don't forget our website, talkbig10.com with the number 10. All right, we'll get to some of your comments. I want to hear what you have to say. And also uh, we'll take a look at the rest of the Big Ten with what's going on and, and what this means moving forward for both Penn State and Jim Harbaugh and Michigan, all that on a live version of Lockdown Big Ten on a Saturday. Uh, stay with us. We'll have the rest of this in just one minute. All right. Uh, let me tell you about eBay Motors. Uh, they got passion, drive, and patience. It's what uh, brings home the winning trophy. It keeps your ride or die alive. It's what keeps your team together if you're playing some football eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, 
everything they, they have that you need to make your car look cool and run better for sure. Um, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. And they have over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need and all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. So where are we moving forward? You know, I I don't know. I know a lot of people are going to be upset with Penn State and James Franklin, and you know he's going to hear it this week, and they can't throw the ball downtown. I've always I've always said, yeah, you know, I don't know that's a Drew Aller situation. I think it's you need another. Um, you need another receiver to take the top off as somebody with some speed that can stretch it out. Cause Michigan's defense kept creeping in more and more and load the box and closer to the line of scrimmage as the game went on. And it was just brutal for Penn state. They couldn't, they couldn't really uh, make any progress. And so I think that's the number one, number two and number three thing that Penn state needs. Meanwhile, moving forward to uh, forward with Michigan, they got two more games left, Maryland, at Maryland, and then at home against Ohio State, and it still remains to be seen whether uh, Jim Harbaugh will be on the sidelines for him. Again, right now, the suspension is in effect. There will be a hearing uh, with a judge on Friday, and the judge may say, all right, Jim Harbaugh can coach until we figure this out, or or maybe not. Uh, so keep your, uh, we'll keep, uh, keep it tuned in here to Lockdown Big Ten. We've been talking about it all the time. We'll be your source for that story for sure. Um, also, uh, let's take a look at some other games going on right now. Two minutes to go. Uh, Illinois is up 42 to, uh, 34 over the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, that is going on. So a high scoring. If you had the over in that one, 42, 34 with two forty nine left in that one, uh, both teams have been struggling this year, but both coming off a win last week. And then Maryland and Nebraska tied at 10, winding down the fourth quarter. And that's a big game for both teams. Both teams trying to get to be bowl eligible. Of course, uh, Maryland has lost four straight after starting out 5-0. and Nebraska had won five of six before losing last week to Michigan State. And some other games, <laughs> I, I, I am absolutely going to check out this game when I'm done here. I'm going to watch Rutgers at Iowa. Iowa's ranked 22nd in the country with no offense to speak of. The over-under, it's at uh, FanDuel, 28, 28. You think there's going to be four touchdowns in this game total? I don't. I'm still taking the under in that one. Um, so we'll see how that plays out. Northwestern is at Wisconsin. Wisconsin trying to get bowl eligible. Don't forget, Northwestern still has a shot at getting in a bowl as well. And there's a doubleheader on NBC tonight, and that is Minnesota at Purdue at th uh, 3.30, actually just getting ready to get going. And of course, at 7.30 tonight is the Michigan State versus number one, Ohio State. So uh, let's take a peek at some of the comments we got going here as we are live on lockdown. I got over like a hundred of them here. So I'll try and get to uh, whatever I can. Uh, let's see. Uh, Ragnar says all the Ohio State fans are on all the Ohio State channels talking trash because they are upset and scared of Michigan. Uh, let's see. Mark says, I think Michigan stayed on the ground because it's something. 
They can trust without Harbaugh on the sidelines. There could be some truth to that. Although these coaches are used to it. I mean, they, they've coached three games together without them at the beginning of the season, but I think there's some value in what you say there. Just keep it simple. Don't make any mistakes. They are strong enough, big enough, and powerful enough to go ahead and, and beat uh, Penn State without putting the ball at risk and without throwing the ball a lot. So I, I, you, may, you may be true. Uh, Kellen checking in with a go blue. Uh, let's see. Another go blue from Scott. And uh, let's see, um, more coming in. Uh, original Mike, why would you take JJ out of the mix in the second half? Can't win a natty with that kind of performance on offense. Um, well, I mean, look, we we know JJ McCarthy can do it. He's he's completing seventy five percent of his passes when he does throw. And that's the one thing I've noticed about watching Michigan this year. They just do what the situation requires. You remember when a lot of people were complaining about Michigan early in the year that they weren't blowing people out. I mean, they were only winning, only winning 35 to seven or 32 to six. Why weren't they covering the spread? Why weren't they blowing people up for 50? They were just doing what they needed to do. Uh, spread the ball out, letting Blake Corman, Donovan Edwards run. An occasional pass to Roman Wilson here and there when needed. Safe passes, quick decision-making by J.J. McCarthy. Um, so I just think that's what the, they can win with any style that they want. The only style we really haven't seen Michigan do is like, you know, no tempo or a quick tempo, just uh, no huddle, quick tempo, that kind of thing. Uh, you don't see a lot of that. But they, they can win in any style, and they're strong enough to just push you off the ball with the running game. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the 90s babies check again. Let's go blue. Karma, karma's a gangster. Well, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dr. Detroit, this game was not even close. No, it, uh, it, well, you know what? It was, I mean, the first half, what, 14 to nine, and it, it was, but Michigan just, they, they, they just, like they said, they just strangle you and they just, when they came out with that drive in the third quarter, just kept it on the ground, and then a quick uh, defensive stand next, and like the other team is demoralized. They feel like we we can't we can't do anything here. And Michigan warmed down a little bit at the end of the game. I thought Penn State went toe to toe with them a lot better in the game early in the game, but later in the game, not so much. Uh, TC Attorney says that was the second best defense in the conference, and we told oh, my thing just skipped. Uh, that was those were the top two defenses in the conference and the top two defenses in the country, and uh, Michigan was out to able to out outpower them. Uh, Nicolo several third downs without passing in this game. Uh, it's almost malpractice. Uh, they just did whatever they want. They just did what they want. Um, and Mr. Kennedy, the refs let Penn state uh, gouge Coram's eyes all game. Uh, he was, was his face bloodied. I didn't, I didn't see that. I was not aware of that. And Jay says, I do love some of the play calling. Um, but, uh, and love the result. Yeah. I, and I thought some of the play calling was very interesting going on with Penn state. Um, I think they made some mistakes with play calling late in the game. That was my opinion on that. All right. Um, thank you for all the comments. I just can't get to them all. Absolutely love them. Thank you for participating. And a lot of you hit me up with the comments on YouTube, whether we're live or not. And so I always like to check those out. Always appreciate that. We will take our first quick peek at what's coming up next weekend. Can you believe we only have two regular season games left in the season? We will check that out real quick right here 
on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about Jace Medical. Jace Medical provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use mailed right to your door. All it takes to get a Jace case is to fill out a simple online form, and in some cases you can jump on with a quick call with one of the board-certified physicians, and you can get ongoing care from those physicians for any treatment-related questions. This is doctor-created and doctor-recommended. And it is very, uh, it's great to have for an emergency. We've seen supply chains with pandemics. So I live out here in Hurricane Central. Um, They have all kinds of medications now. They even have ED medications if you need those. Up to a year supply of Cialis, Viagra, Viagra and uh, Revatio. So whatever you need, they can get it for you and get it mailed to your door. So all you need to do is go to jacemedical.com and enter the code locked on at checkout for a $20 discount on your order. That's promo code locked on at J A S E medical.com, jacemedical.com. So, what do you say we take a quick peek ahead as we're going live here? Unlocked on Big Ten. And again, thanks for checking us out here today. Tell your friends about us, man. Uh, I'll give you some information here in just a second. As we look ahead to next week, uh, the Minnesota Golden Gophers are at Ohio State. All the Big Ten games, uh, game times are uh, t- uh, to be determined at this point between TV and who's interested in what with the schedule and, of course, the log jam in the West. Uh, Minnesota is at Ohio State. Uh, Minnesota, Minnesota is, a, is a solid defensive team, maybe. That's one of those games that's a slow start, but. Ohio State's playing great football right now. Travion Henderson makes a big difference. And Marvin Harrison Jr., the combination is just lethal. So, uh, look, we fully expect Ohio State, I think, to win that game. But I think I think uh, Minnesota makes their presence felt a little bit at the beginning and maybe slows the game down a little bit early on. Michigan is at Maryland. Again, so if Maryland, let's double-check their score. Oh, I see Indiana has just scored. Uh, Illinois, 42-40. Illinois, or Indiana going for a two-point conversion right now, trying to tie this game up with 28 seconds to go. And they do it! Right there. Live. 42-42, to 28 seconds to go. The Hoosiers have come from behind to tie things up at Illinois. And it looks like Maryland and Nebraska are still tied at 10 late in that game. Um, but Maryland, by the way, so if they lose here today, that's five straight losses, five and five, and then they got Michigan next week. I mean, that's some tough sledding for the Terps. Rutgers is at Penn State. Does Penn State have a little bit of a hangover from their loss today? It happened last time. They got beat by Ohio State, a game they were up big for, and then they came out and Indiana was tied with them Um with the 90 seconds to go in a game at Penn state, does the same thing happen next week? And do they have a hangover against a very tough Rutgers punchy in the mouth football team? That's a game to keep an eye on for real Illinois at uh, Iowa. Michigan state is at Indiana. Both of those teams kind of on the same level fighting their way through um, and trying to get uh, a few dubs down the stretch of the season. Purdue is at Northwestern. I'd take the over in that one. Purdue gives up a lot of points. Nebraska is at Wisconsin, so that uh, that's going to be an important game. And depending on how things finish out here today, uh, both teams could be fighting for bowl eligibility unless they take care of it today and get a, a get a win. But if they don't, next week's game is going to be almost desperate for one of those teams to get the win. All right, 
There are a ton of ways for you to check us out. If you are just discovering us here live on Saturday, totally appreciate it. We are uh, every Monday through Friday, we crank out all these podcasts. There's an audio version. If you only like the audio ones, wherever you get your podcast and the video version on YouTube, whatever you want uh, at your leisure, check us out. But they get released. The audio version is up there as early as four in the morning on, uh, on, on each weekday. And the uh, video one comes out about six o'clock and you can watch them anytime after that. But to make sure you get them, make sure you subscribe before you leave. Down low, hit the subscribe button and follow this podcast right now uh, on your favorite podcast app. And, of course, that allows you to get the latest episode of Locked On Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. Coming up next week and Monday, we will have the latest on Jim Harbaugh. Of course, the hearing isn't until Friday. It'll be in the news all week. Trust me. We'll have a recap of this weekend, everything that went on in the later afternoon games here today, and prepare you for the next to last week of the regular season in the Big Ten. It is hard to believe. It makes me sad, to be honest with you. So we'll have all that coming up. I also invite you to check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. Have yourself a great day, great rest, rest of the weekend. Can't wait to talk to you next time. I'm Craig Schumann for Lockdown Big Ten. You are.